Howdy folks, welcome to DigiPack Snacks. My name is Colin. And I'm Meg. And this is a family travel podcast where we chat all things high, all things low, and all the long miles in between. But this is a very special episode. It's super special because we are coming to you live from the Faroe Islands. This is part one of a two-part, I said it, we're going to. We're going to. Of a two-part series that we're recording here during our time in the Faroe Islands. Do I need to make coffee? I, I'm good. Are you good? I don't know. When you said two, I was like, I need a carrot cake and coffee. We have neither. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, should we tell them like where we are? Yeah, sure. I mean, they know we're in the Fair Islands, but we are in this tiny, tiny, tiny village. Oh, yeah. We got to set the scene a little bit. Let's set the scene. We're, well, if you're watching on YouTube, we're just at a table we probably look a little bit tired and we're in the clothes that we've been wearing all day and we've been in the rain we've hiked we've been outside so just for just apologies for our appearance apologies but where we are located is pretty cool it's pretty cool we are in a cottage that was built by a local carpenter engineer and he used to spend his summers and winters roaming around this valley we are in a little town called Gasadalur which means Geese Valley or Goose Valley, one of those. Um, and we are on day six, maybe, yeah, of I our time six. here in the Faroe Islands. And this is the first time where we actually have a separate bedroom from our kids, yeah. which is why we're able to record tonight. It's now or never. It's now or it's literally now or never. But in today's episode, we're going to just kind of just give y'all the... Because we have experienced the ultimate Faroese experience. Right. So we're here partnering with Visit Faroe Islands, and they created this epic itinerary for us that included things like hiking, being outside, going on a boat tour, to eating Faroese food. And Megan, pause. There is a jackrabbit outside our cabin right now. Oh, wow. What is that? I've never seen a rabbit that huge. Yeah, he's like hopping kind of like a wallaby. Oh my word, y'all. It's the size of like bigger than a miniature schnauzer. Also, the fog lifted. So are you tempted to go back outside to find wildlife? Guys, literally we are, I can see the ocean from here. Literally, the scene from the latest Disney Plus Peter Pan movie is outside our window. It was filmed here. Let's not get ahead of Uh, ourselves. uh, What I was going to say before the jackrabbit rudely interrupted us by hopping through. You know, we're going to have to take an intermission and I got to look up what this animal is called. But go ahead. Okay. We had our itinerary planned by Visit Faroe Islands. They Mm -hmm. included all the outside stuff, they included making sure that we experienced. Faroese food. Yeah. And then they also included experiences that would allow us to see more firsthand the culture of the people that live here, what they do for a living, um, what raising kids here is like. Mm -hmm. And so that has made this trip uniquely special because a lot of times when we go visit somewhere, we don't necessarily get to connect to local people as much. We're just kind of doing the tourist thing, which isn't bad. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like I've now reserved a special place in my heart for this place because of how much I've gotten to learn about it during our time here. It Mm -hmm. just makes me love it that much more. Right. And and we've been to a lot of places. This is country number 30, Mm -hmm. um, which we'll get into that debate in a second. 
Uh, but this is a brand new country for us, and we honestly didn't know much about it. Even though I've been yearning to come here for many, many years, which is why we're here. I have been a student of how to actually get here, and before it would cost a lot of money. But we did find the first ever direct flight to the Fair Islands via Atlantic Airways, that's your national airline. And so we got here last week, and we were the like. We, the first direct flight from the U.S., so it's pretty historic. I mean, there was free drinks on the airplane, free, free cake pops, free, free socks, chocolates. <laughs> I mean, little Fair Island f- flags. But should we just go in chronological order of what we experienced? I think that's a good place to start. Right, but like you said, this place is special. So y'all better buckle up if y'all had no interest in Fair Islands before. We hope that by the end of this series, you will be. So so intrigued, and you might even, you know, have fallen in love with these islands. Yeah, I hope so. So let's start with the flight over here. Like you said, it was the first ever. We were sitting in row one, A through D. Yeah. Um, it was a seven-hour flight. What was unique about it? A little. Okay, two things. It flies out of New York, but not one of the major airports. It flies Mm-mm. out of Stewart mm-hmm. Airport, which is. About an hour and 20 minutes Uber ride or taxi ride. It's a really expensive Uber ride. From one of the major airports, like what, remind me, Newark We and flew into Newark, I mean, but really you can get to that airport via Manhattan on a bus. True. It's timed to the flights. Yeah. So like you could hop on the bus and they'll get you there before your plane leaves. That's what we did. We spent a little bit of time like four hours in uh, New York City. We were showing the girls Times Square because we were basically stalling to make this bus ride to get to the airport. Mm. So, but once you get there is where, when it becomes really convenient because the flight leaves in the day and not many flights going from the US to Europe leave during the day. Most of Mm -hmm. them are overnight flights, which can be a huge challenge for traveling with kids because you're navigating how to get your kid to sleep on a plane. And then when you get to wherever you're going, they probably didn't sleep. And day one and day two are just hard. So this was really great because the girls were awake the whole time. We just watched movies, ate snacks, hung, played a couple rounds of Uno. So Colin made a new friend who was sitting next to him on the flight. And then the flight itself was seven hours long. And we arrived in the Faroe Islands at like 10.30 p.m. local time. And so our bodies thought it was much five hours earlier than that. Yeah. Around there. Like 6, 7, 6 p.m. And then the kids normally go to bed at 7. So it was like, perfect. Yes. And that's what I loved about it, because after we landed, we got the rental car, we drove, I don't know, a half an hour to get to our hotel. And once we got there, we were all ready to go to bed. And it was like midnight mm-hmm. in the Fair Islands. Yeah. So we just went to sleep. Right. And so even though I still feel, you know, tired a little bit earlier at night than normal and in the mornings, it's a little bit hard to wake up. I feel like we pretty much adjusted that right. very first night because yeah. we flew during the day. Yeah, we were well-rested and ready to go because our itinerary was, like, packed. Loaded. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so props to Atlantic Airways for making it, for scheduling that flight during the day. I think that's a huge win. And there's no easier way. Like, yes, you have to get to this obscure airport in New York to fly here, but it's way better than having a layover in a major European city and then having to book a second flight to get to the Faroe Islands. mm. You literally get on that plane, you show up here, 
And I think everyone should do it. Right. I mean, there are daily flights from like cities like Edinburgh and Copenhagen and various places in Norway. But when are you ever in Norway? You know? Well, yeah, that But, and that kind of adds to the expense of traveling because yeah. you're likely going to go to one of those cities and you're going to want to experience that too. Mm -hmm. And so that's kind of making your trip longer and more expensive. Right. But if you just have a week and you just need to get here, mm -hmm. then I think our flight is the best flight. I highly recommend it, y'all. If you need any extra convincing, so many times during our week here, I've looked at Colin and just said, I'm so happy. Mm -hmm. This is so beautiful. Right. Like I've, I've looked up real estate, you guys. <laughs> and turns out you have to live here for five years before mm. you can invest in property. Which is, I think is a good that's thing. That's a solid rule. But I have just been so inspired by how breathtakingly beautiful it is everywhere yeah. that Yeah, if you need any more convincing to come, just follow us on Instagram and you'll be overloaded with images. Yeah, or follow um, Visit Fair Islands, which is the official tourism account. True. But do that. and I mean, Or just look up the hashtag and you will just, man, you will wish you were here right now. You will wish. Okay, so we went to bed. We woke up the next day. We had a beautiful hotel breakfast. I love hotel breakfast especially in other countries not in the u.s maybe if well, we in the get u.s it's like that really weird pancake machine that bring, like pops out like plastically pancakes in a minute right plus what usually scrambled eggs i mean in the, usually sc the, some dry the scrambled bacon. eggs game in america it's just it's subpar it's dry they're dry i mean it's powdered they're powdered yeah they're not Which real is, eggs like, i mean that's like college cafeteria so we had real eggs here you guys <laughs> i mean come on guys like Just make real eggs. It's right. not that hard. Uh, but yeah, it was, you know, your regular, all your regulars were there. But then you have the added like Faroese sausages and uh, dried dried lamb, all, all the different cured meats and all that kind of stuff, which was like fun to try, like the smoked salmon. So, I, you know, dipped in, you know, some I loved, some I was like, wow, that is really strong. And then good thing I had good scrambled eggs to balance with. But our first day, we putzed around the Fair Islands. We went to some cute villages and, you know, we did the, you know, drives along giant cliffs and lakes and all that kind of stuff. And it was fun. It was just kind of like a day to like get the lay of the land. Acclimate. And Acclimate. then we spent the second half of the day mm -hmm. in the capital city, which yeah. is where our hotel is. Right. Am I saying it right? Torshavn? I think it's Torshavn. Torshaun? Torshaun. You didn't correct me the first time. Well, um, my job's not to correct you. My well, job's to love you. Well, we're going to have some people in the comments saying, get this girl straight. <laughs> She's saying Torshaun. it wrong. Torshaun. So, okay. So we spent the second half of the day walking through the city. It's, when I say city, it's very small. What? Yeah. It's the capital of the Fair Islands, but y'all. Great views yeah. right on the ocean, beautiful harbor, lots of restaurants. I mean, the cafe we went in had like a grass patched roof, mm -hmm. just very dreamy. Right. It's one of those places where it's like, okay, this is the fish and chips place. Oh, and that's the coffee shop. This is the ramen restaurant. Oh, there's a, there's a Thai to go in the corner. You know, like every place just has like one of its kind. Right. And then, oh, those are the government buildings, which are beautiful. There are these rustic uh vintage cabins with of course the turf roofs and all 
Um, but then you have like, oh, that's the bank. And then there's there's not really a mall. We no. went to the mall. I it's mean, more like an indoor shopping center. Center. Right. The food court had like, it had Burger King. It had three restaurants. Fun fact, there's no McDonald's in Fair Islands. But they do have Burger King. They do have Burger King. Uh, but, you know, everything's just kind of quaint. And there's, a there's of course, a giant football stadium in the middle of the city. Uh, not American football, you know, football, football. Because uh, they love their football here. Every village we drove by had their own field because mm-hmm. there is a Faroese league. Um, and then, and then of course, you are surrounded by the, you know, water. There's a huge bay, huge ships, cargo ships, ferries to go to the other islands. But everything was just walkable, right? Yeah. I mean, you you just walk. There's no reason to drive. No. Well, unless you're going to another village. That In that case, you're going through like over five mountains through a tunnel and then you know you obviously couldn't walk from one town to the next yeah but within a town everything is very much condensed together right and you can get around by foot easily we ate at like the burger place right that give him a shout out colin we went to haps Haps. and turns out when we met other locals they're like oh you went to haps that used to be a nightclub (laughs) and we all met there like you know yeah uh but uh, I will say every restaurant we went to, super kid-friendly. So kid-friendly. Like this restaurant, when you walk in, it's you know beautiful, nice, lots of people everywhere, really cute. And then in the very back, they have kid rooms. And I've noticed that pretty much everywhere. You know, we were on a ferry going to a different island. There was a kid playroom on every floor in every right. little nook and cranny of the ferry for right. kids to play. It very much just seems like kids are incorporated into into All everything Meg, i went to the grocery store today there was a kid's room right they're like, everywhere um the and today i even looked at meg and i was like this is just one of those places where like kids get to be kids yeah and i i think that we should definitely stick to this schedule but you know permission to jump around sure, as needed. of course because as as host <laughs> we, as host of we your can podcast gra- we can grant ourselves permission to do yeah. that but one of the things i think that has stuck out to me culturally that has been so beautiful mm. is ge- and because you know we're getting to meet local families and see more of the traditional or normal day of life yeah um is that kids spend so much time outside they there are kids laughing all day long they're outside. riding bikes they're walking they're riding horses they're playing on their farms they're walking like the guy that owns this airbnb said mm-hmm. you know his preteen years were just spent hiking the mountains over and over again that mm-hmm. are around this valley yeah and kids are just outside and not only that but because overall the Faroe islands is a relatively quote-unquote small community mm-hmm. you know their families have been here for decades and everybody kind of knows one another especially within their own towns Mm. and so kids are granted this crazy amount of independence where we see little kids riding their bikes down the streets with no adult to be seen no and we were told that that can happen because everyone's looking out for one another Mm. everyone kind of knows one another and it's very safe here right we spent time with this family and they literally lived right next to a cliff and our girls were running around with their daughter and it took me a second to think, Megan, you don't have to see them to know that they're safe. They're safe here. They're just running and being kids because a part of me wanted to make sure I could keep my eye on them, Mm. but they were just having the time of their life. 
Right. And so all that to say, I have just felt really inspired to figure out ways to let our kids be outside more yeah. because they have loved getting dirty oh, this and, week and, and they, playing with rocks yeah. and just like having the freedom to Charlotte asked us tonight, mom, would it be okay? There's a village within eyesight of where we're staying right now. Yeah. And she's seen all these kids over the city walking without grownups and in, in she, the capital, in the capital. Yeah. And she's noticed that. And she keeps asking why they're allowed to do that. And we're trying to explain to her that, the culture is different. Everyone knows one another. All the things I just shared here. Mm. Um, but she wants that independence. And she asked at dinner tonight, can I please walk to town tomorrow morning? Yeah. Like, don't come with me. I'm kind of tempted to say yes. Well, I, I think that we could at least let her walk there because I could still see her. Yeah. And then, you know, t- there's nothing to do in town. There's one restaurant there. Right. So I'm not sure what she would do. But I, I think I do want to just let her experience it because she is just really inspired about the independence that she's seeing in other kids. Well, it kind of like, and she's asked us not just once, like all week long, every time she, she would see kids running around, she would go, Oh, where's their parents. Mm -hmm. And every time she points something like that out, like my heart kind of just gets achy and heavy because like I had that childhood, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm like, Oh man, I want you to have that too. But yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, that's a whole other podcast series, you know, on how to incorporate this in America. Yeah, but I, I do don't know. Think- if, I don't know if we're doing that <laughs> podcast series because that just seems like. Nor will we be the ones to chart, you know, <laughs> take charge of that. But I think, you know, it is cool that we can at least say that, wow, you know, Fair Islands is that place. Yeah. Still. It's very unique. I think they have something really unique. And yeah. special that their kids that live here get to experience that kind of childhood. I'm yeah. really inspired by it. And really jealous. And and a little bit jealous. Yeah. Okay, so the next day we went on a ferry. Right. And where did we go? We went so we went from the main island where the capital is. We we jumped on the ferry and it was a two hour ride to the southernmost island of Suroy. And when we got there it was a uh, 10 minute well let's talk about the ferry for a second because it was a hoot it was massive it was a party this ferry is a very normal part of a lot of people's lives right so i mean they no no sooner did they turn off the ignition that they were like running up the stairs to get the best seat in the ferry probably like their seat I mean, really. You know, like, there. this is my spot. I'm on deck five by the window in the back. There's a full-on cafeteria. Playrooms on every so corner. So many playrooms, obviously bathrooms, lots of places to sit, but not just, like, a boat seat. I mean, literal restaurant booths that right. you just get to own for two hours of All your kinds. life. There, was, there were benches. There were airplane seats. There were tables with chairs. All kinds. Yeah. There was playrooms with ball pits, playrooms with foam pits, there was like, uh, did you get to go to deck six? I, I didn't. You did all the deck okay, six well, walking. Up, upstairs is like literal like a gym, like a jungle gym, you know. And then you walked in, there's a cafeteria with like hot food. Like we got like grilled chicken with salad and fries and you could get lattes. And of course, you know, you have your Nordic style open face sandwiches with like the smoked salmon. and the- Salmon is the thing the thing biggest and best in the world biggest? which we learned today yeah 
that fishing is like the major export and mm. literally has been the main trade since mm. like the Vikings. Right. I mean, that's what they do here. They fish, but we got to see some of the salmon that they're raising out in the ocean. Oh gosh. Those suckers are huge. <laughs> <laughs> the girls were like in oh. awe because they were, they were massive. Right. Right. Anyway, right. back to the, sh the ferry. But yeah, we spent two hours on this ferry. We got to the Island of Suroi and it was about like, one o'clock in the afternoon and we were uh scheduled to stay at this boutique hotel right and when i got there it was just this tiny village uh with of course a beautiful church there were you know horses everywhere we showed up at this at this little house and i walked in and there was just loud music playing and our host was like oh colin i'm i'm expecting you here with your wife and kids right and so we walked in and we were served a rhubarb pie that was fresh out of the oven. Still warm. You know, and the rhubarb is from their garden, of course. Um, you know, we had tea. And then afterwards, uh, our host, Johan, just said, you need to go here, here, here on the island. You have three hours. Dinner's at eight. Uh, <laughs> but if you show up at nine, doesn't matter. We're so chill about it. But because you're only here for a day, you need to leave now because I want you to see all of these things. Right. So we said, yes, sir. So we just got in the car and drove and he, we went to one spot that was like a 20-minute hike in hopes of seeing puffins. We saw the puffin burrows. We didn't see the puffins. Uh, and then we went to the southernmost part, the tip southernmost tip of the Fair Islands to a gorgeous lighthouse. Uh, we found a random playground, which that, all the playgrounds here are wheelchair accessible. Yeah, I've noticed that How, too. Like th we're talking in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean, you go to a playground and a kid on a wheelchair can have their own swing. Yeah. Why does that make me want to cry? I know, it's everything. I think we've said this already, but everything is very thoughtful when it comes to children mm -hmm. and the kids who live here and i think yeah. that's another example of how thoughtful right these this place is um so we we got back and there were other guests as well they were hosting people from you know all over all and, all guests like over the age of 50 right and so i felt a little bit anxious about that our girls are kids they they don't do formal they dinners. don't do glassware <laughs> right and our host kindly just asked us there, you know, there was the dining room on the middle floor and then downstairs where the kitchen was, there was this cute little breakfast nook with a table and a bench, mm. which is really beautiful. And he said, what do you guys think about eating downstairs? <laughs> and I said, I would be so happy to eat downstairs. I would love to be downstairs. I don't want to ruin anyone's night. So that was really sweet. But we had this incredible meal. Everything was homemade. They brought us out a starter with some white wine. Mm -hmm. It was like homemade bread, pesto, delicious. There was something else, but I can't remember. I think it was just like fresh veg, veg from their garden. Right. Yeah. And then for dinner, we had salmon, of course, right. over this kale and apple salad with yeah. potatoes and this sauce on top that was amazing. And then he wanted us to have red wine with dinner. Oh. And everything was straight from the kitchen. Then they were so thoughtful to make... Um, 
you know, a simple dish for our girls, pasta, which they loved. Mm -hmm. And then for dessert, we had more rhubarb. Right, with creme fraiche on top. The kids had popsicles, which I think she went over to her house and got them out the fridge. Yeah, they. it wasn't, it, she just happened to have popsicles Right, because we gathered that we were the first guests with kids. Right, this this B and B or what would you say boutique hotel was yeah. really beautiful, but it also had a lot of special antiques everywhere, right. and so I I was just you know a little bit on edge, didn't want my girls to break anything, and they didn't. So they didn't. Props Luckily, to them. Luckily, wow, we didn't break anything. We didn't break anything. I did leave my rain jacket there. Yeah, we're still thinking you might get that back before we leave. <laughs> it's like um, the warmest thing I have to come on this trip, and I lost it. Um, but the the boutique hotel is special because everything you see in it it w wasn't bought. It's not like a Cracker Barrel where they buy all these things to furnish it. It's literally been left there from their parents and great grandparents, and you know, yeah, it's a traditional Faroese home right. that they've kept in their family and they're now using to run out to tourists. And I think something unique about that that I noticed was just even the setup of the house, the way the kitchen was like an entire room downstairs. Mm -hmm. That was really beautiful. Right. Dry herbs hanging. Dry herbs hanging. Ugh. And then just even the color was a little cute red house yeah. perched just in the right place where you could see, you know, the church down in the valley and the ocean to your left. Yeah. And it was really beautiful. Right. It was just like, you know just fun to like peek closer into like what the Faroese people are like mm -hmm. you know um and then we met the most the kindest sweetest Faroese horse we named her brownie i mean she was just on the side of the road i i pu pulled my windows down that's that totally aged me you don't pull your windows down anymore what do you say I just put my window down. I put my window down. I put my window down and I was like, I did this. This is so Malaysian. I said, and immediately the horse looked at me and gave out this giant neigh. She ran all over to like the side of the car and just stood there and let, let us pet her. And I'm like, she Ugh. was really beautiful. The girls named her Brownie. She was brown with that golden hair. I mean, come on, just beautiful. But yeah, that island is just cool. We drove pretty much from the top to the bottom. Yeah, we did the whole thing during our day there. Yeah. And so we left the next day, which, you know, 24 hours. I think you could spend more than that there. But honestly, I don't know. I, I feel like we got to see a lot of it. Probably a lot of cool hikes that there, we could have done. Right, that's true. So yeah. maybe you need to spend two days but there. But we were still, it was kind of like early on in our trip still. And we were kind of afraid to do a hike. You Not know? afraid. We did like that 15-minute hike to go to the lookout. Right, right. But yeah, we, we didn't want to take the girls up a mountain yet. Yeah. We, our itinerary, honestly, had been too full up until this point True. that we didn't have the chance. And, and let's be real, y'all. As a family with two young kids, six and four... And we don't really get to go on a lot of hikes. We're just not like a huge hiking family, even though we love it. So like our stamina is just not there yet. Well, because our girls pretty much have a two mile capacity, like one mile out, one mile back. Yeah. And, you know, later in our time here, we, we did take them on a hike and they did awesome. Right. But yeah, we just kind of have to space it out and be really specific in the ones that we choose because we're just not going to be hiking a six mile hike yeah. with our girls. Maybe if we came alone, but definitely right. not with them. Um, 
so yeah so then we hopped back on the ferry and it was boy was it rocky this time i went to the cafeteria to try out a nordic sandwich i got the smoked salmon i put it on my plate the cafeteria started rocking i put that plate down and i was like i'll take a ginger ale i'll try again right next time and they have these like you know they don't have throw out bags but they have like these boxes and so like you could tell some of the kids were walking around with boxes i was one of them <laughs> um but yeah anyways we got back to the capital fine right um and then what did we do next then we went to our farm stay oh my gosh john and harriet i mean john comes from a family of fishermen harriet is she's a legitimate farmer on top of all the things that she does Uh, they have two daughters and we got to just spend like the best day at their farm and this was this might be this might be our last story for part one because we're you know cranking up on time but our next day was at what how do that you say the name of their farm I don't know how to say it. Okay, we're and that's gonna, the problem with Fair Islands. You need a lot of practice to pronounce things right. Yeah, I'm not going to embarrass myself again. Right, I couldn't but we even say the John, capital. We went to John and Harriet's farm. Yeah, and we can link it down below if you ever find yourself there. You need to go see them. They've mm-hmm. built this beautiful Airbnb on mm-hmm. their farm property. When I say farm property, they literally live on the cliffs. Right. Like, you can, their animals are grazing and then there's a cliff in the ocean. <laughs> right. Just the most stunning view yeah. that they can see from their kitchen sink. And not only do they host people in their Airbnb, they want their visitors to come experience farm life with them. Mm. They love their animals. So within minutes of them arriving back at the house to greet us, they had, you know, animal food so that the sheep and their ram would come eat the girls i mean when john, john came was up carrying to say with hi like a chick in one hand and a chicken in the other hand to come yeah. say hey and they are just the sweetest people they had a little girl that our kids love playing with sweet maya louis sweet maya louis and not only that they host people in their home harriet does a million other things she advocates for like the preservation of Faroese horses. Right. She's a creative photographer, so she sells a lot of her print and her work. It's displayed in the Airbnb, mm. and then you can purchase it from them before you leave. And then not only that, but then they host people in their home and make them meals, which if you stay with them, that can be an added thing that you add to your Airbnb stay. And y'all, they are, they're not just hosting random people. No, I mean, they host, they had the day after us, they were hosting like 18 people from Forbes magazine or something like that, (laughs) something like that. And there's people from the New Yorker or like just all these important people people. that come, make sure to come visit them. (laughs) And then you have us and then you have us, but they made us the most exquisite meal. We had a starter that had this lamb that had had like the traditional starter, which I thought was dinner. Right. And so I piled on. I was like, okay, this is it. It was like, it was dried fish. It was dried cod, yes. Dried cod. Then there was bread. Then there were cold potatoes. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ser- served them cold. And then there was that lamb. That right. wh- How would you describe that? It's just lamb that's been hung. And this particular lamb is, there's no seasoning nothing it's hung and this one was for like six or seven months and what you shave off little pieces to eat and what's you it's kind of like their version of a hamon or like their version of a salami 
but it's literally hung in their hanging shed. Is that what you call it? Or drying、mm-hmm. shed. And what is unique is because the flavor is like. Uh, lamb flavor, but then you get that saltiness from the air. And they say that it's special because the, the Fair Islands are is in this Gulf Stream. It never gets too cold, it never gets too hot.、Uh, and so, like, even when it snows, there's only like a couple inches, if that, right?、Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, you get this constant wind that's just flavoring this meat. So, we had that. And I was like, okay, well, this is a traditional fairies' dinner.、Uh, and then I'm like, all right, sounds good. And then they brought on the, the real entree. And I was like, oh, okay, I didn't know. How uncivilized of me. <laughs> I know Colin loaded up his appetizer or starter plate with a lot of food. Right. And I just looked over and then I thought, oh, he's, he's going to regret that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, and again, you had your starter wine and then your main wine. Uh, and I was like, man, what are we doing? What are we doing? Then Colin looked over at me. He goes, Is this how people in the Faroe Islands cook? Or is this just what adults normally do? And we've just missed out on this part of life for a yeah, while.、And、is this said, how grown ups eat? I said, I think it's the latter.、Um, but then for dinner, we had cheesy potatoes. Yeah. Oh, that were my incredible.、Gosh. Yes. We had potatoes. scallop potatoes. We had vegetables,、um, like a. Like a saute kind yeah, of saute yeah, yeah. vegetables. And then it, there was a. An actual lamb, like that John had、um, roasted in the oven for 12 hours. It was incredible. Crispy skin. So、like. good. And served with gravy, of course, which he said when we were finished eating that had his family been over that night, that the, they would have needed three times as much gravy. Right. That that's just a staple. Yeah. But it was so special because we were invited into their home, invited to eat some, what they would consider or shared with us to be a traditional home cooked meal. Halfway would, through, a sheep came in. Oh, yeah. A sheep came in their back door. And before dinner, I, I mentioned that Harriet, they own Faroese horses,、mm. which we learned. Learned, there's only 89 of them、right. left in the Faroe Islands. Faroese horses are different. They have different DNA than Icelandic horses. They're their own breed.、Mm-hmm. And there's only 89 left. And they own four. They, yeah, maybe more. I don't maybe know. Maybe more. We,、yeah. we saw four of them.、Yeah. One had just had a baby that's about、right. two years old.、She、and that said was horse number 80, 85. Yeah.、Um, but she just advocates them. She runs social media for them and is just passionate about their breed continuing to thrive and live on and preserving that part、mm. of history. And I thought that was so cool. And she asked the girls if they wanted to ride. And so Liv jumped on one and,、yeah. you know, they took her on a short ride around the village. And it was just one of those nights that you just thought, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like this was such a special experience that、right. we didn't just drive through a village and get to look at something, but that we were invited into someone's home. Yeah. It felt really special. Right. And it was like all, like it, was like, it was like the gears had shifted. Like once you go in, you're like at their pace of life. Right. You know, we even chatted for the longest time on the pasture. We even fixed. One of the fences because the horses had been jumping over the fence.、Uh, halfway through, you know, they would get calls from the neighbors Hey, your sheepdog is in my yard chasing my chickens. <laughs> you know, and then we look outside the window, occasionally looking for Charlotte, and she would just pop around different parts of the farm, and you would see her chasing chickens, chasing bunnies, running around with the dogs. And they were just happy. 
They were happy. They were just happy. And and then they also have, we forgot to mention, that they also have this beautiful cabin with like beautifully designed. You walk in, it smells immaculate. The bathtub is sunken into the ground, beautifully designed. Skylights, automatic blinds. I mean, uh, everything. It, if you come here, you will stay here. Right. Like the link is below. If you're listening to this podcast, make sure to incorporate a visit to see John and Harriet and their sweet girls. You're not going to regret it. Right. We have lots to chat about, but we are taking too much of the people's time. Y'all need to get back to grocery shopping. Yep. So we are going to tell you to circle back next week to check out Live from the Faroe Islands Part 2. We're going to talk about the experiences that we've had here, some of the fun things that we've done. We're going to talk about gas stations. We're going to talk about boat rides. We're going to talk about puffins, wildlife, sheep, and more. Tunnels. (laughs) So come back next Wednesday, 5 a.m., Spotify, Apple Podcasts, everywhere. Don't forget to pack snacks.